Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1198, How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life, by David Kane of raptitude.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today, and every day. So it's not a typical podcast, there are no interviews, and it's short, almost always fewer than 10 minutes. If you're new here, listening from oldpodcast.com or YouTube, there are lots of ways to listen for free on the go. The most convenient is from a smartphone, using pretty much any free podcast app, I'll share a bunch of ways to listen at the end, but for now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life by David Kane of raptitude.com. The worst period of my life ended shortly after I made a key discovery. Most of the difficult experiences in my life arose directly from my desperate need to avoid difficult experiences. At the time, I was flunking in school. I was a bad student because I avoided asking for help or revisiting concepts I hadn't grasped the first time. I avoided those things precisely because they made me feel like a bad student. It was a perfectly self-defeating strategy, but of course I didn't realize what I was doing until later. I had inadvertently made certain emotional experiences, in particular the feeling of being seen as incompetent, so unacceptable that I'd do anything to avoid them which is precisely why they continue to dominate my life. The light came when I discovered a simple principle that's sometimes described as exposure therapy. You experiment a bit at a time with letting yourself feel the things you're afraid to feel and watch them lose their power over you. We think about our feelings so that we don't have to feel them. I was a particularly hard case, but we all do this to some extent. We empower certain difficult emotions by trying to never feel them the effect can snowball until it becomes crippling. Desperately avoiding the experience of embarrassment, for example, leads to habits of extreme shyness. This only further stigmatizes embarrassment and stunts the social skills that can prevent it or mitigate it. Shyness seems, at first, like a reasonable defense against embarrassment, but it only makes it into a looming specter that controls your life. Avoidance has a way of empowering the thing you're avoiding. We suffer this effect in more subtle ways, too. Today, because entertainment is so readily available, we've become almost entirely unwilling to feel boredom. We grow more indignant over delays and technical glitches than our parents and grandparents did. We pull out our phones dozens of times a day and get anxious when the battery is low. Because we limit our exposure to boredom, it's more painful than ever and we're needier than ever for ways to fend it off. Experiences that we seldom have tend to be more destabilizing when they do happen. A Floridian who recently moved to New York 
will suffer more from a cold day than a native New Yorker will. Still, there's no point in seeking out difficult experiences we can reliably avoid. Avoiding hangovers will make you less prepared to deal with one gracefully when it does happen, but that doesn't really matter if you're in a position to never let them happen. The avoid at all cost strategy works against us though when it comes to inevitable human feelings like uncertainty, awkwardness, fear, and disappointment. These are universal recurring experiences. None of us can live free from these feelings no matter how badly we'd like to. So any given one will control your life to the extent that you see it as a completely unacceptable experience. When these kinds of feelings do appear, instead of allowing ourselves to feel them, we often make one last desperate effort to avoid the experience. We think about why we shouldn't be feeling them. The mind puts together a case about why this feeling shouldn't have occurred. If you're feeling uncertainty or anger or embarrassment, something must have gone wrong in the universe. The mind starts searching for who's to blame, what so-and-so should have done, how you never get things right, how the world has been corrupted by corporations or bad people, some kind of explanation for why you should not have to experience these very normal feelings. Ostensibly, we do this to solve our problems, to identify offending parties and decide on our responses. But if you examine this kind of rumination, it's obvious the motive isn't to figure out what to do next, but to argue that this latest unpleasant emotional experience shouldn't be happening at all. However, if you decline the bait, instead playing the brilliant chess move of letting yourself feel the feeling, you might find something surprising. An unpleasant feeling tends to lose its venom shortly after you decide you don't need to avoid it. It doesn't stick around long once it has nothing to fight for. How freedom is made. I'm convinced now that most of the barriers in our personal lives come from the absurd habit of trying to never feel certain totally normal, inevitable human feelings. Our insistence on complete safety from certain undesirable emotions only makes them more destabilizing when they do happen. Trying to live a life free of your least favorite emotions is a perfect recipe for neurotic and addictive behavior. In college, I made an unenforceable rule that I must never feel embarrassment and basically made my life into a gushing fountain of embarrassment. We can work on expanding our willingness to feel the full range of human emotion, and when we do, we gradually become more free. It's really a matter of bringing curiosity rather than combativeness to the less sexy aspects of the human experience. Uncertainty, for example, is nobody's favorite feeling, but you're a lot more free if you know how to manage it gracefully. This is why I will advocate meditation until the day I die. It's essentially a bit of time you set aside daily to simply meet your experience, whatever it is. You set up the simplest, least threatening situation possible, you sitting still, noticing what it currently feels like to sit still. You are setting aside for a short part of the day your impossible mission to always feel a certain way. Often these sessions are quite pleasant, but over time, you'll be visited by all of the less popular experiences, boredom, nervousness, soreness, restlessness, fatigue, excessive warmth or excessive cold, dampness, cravings for french fries, and a thousand more. In a very gentle and forgiving way, you see what happens when you allow yourself to simply have these experiences as they come. And you find that for the most part, they're not that bad, at least not as bad as living in fear of them, and that they don't stay long unless you fight with them. When you stop trying to ban certain feelings from your experience, they tend to pass through relatively easily in a matter of minutes or even seconds and nothing is harmed. Think of it this way. 
be with nervousness now and you permanently shrink nervousness's ability to control your life. Same with fear, boredom, restlessness, anger, indignation, disappointment, clinginess, and everything else that's difficult about being human. It is hard to overstate how liberating this practice can be over time. Life begins to feel a lot safer because you're always expanding the range of experiences you can live with. The more you let yourself feel a given feeling when it does visit you, the less trouble it is for you forever. You just listened to the post titled How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life by David Kane of raptitude.com. Wise words there, I might have to read this one again. He runs a virtual 30-day mindfulness and meditation workshop called Camp Calm. You can check that out at campcom.com. And I just wanna mention quickly the different ways you can listen to this show for free. The easiest is to subscribe through a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And then you can play it while you're walking or exercising or driving, even on an airplane. And most podcast apps are free. This show is even on Spotify and Pandora, which you can also get for free. Amazon devices like the Echo and Dot have it and can play it for you. Just tell your Amazon device to enable Optimal Living Daily or there's even Optimal Living Daily podcast app, both on Android and iPhone. You can download that app on your phone, so lots of options. But that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you tomorrow, as usual, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.